Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm here with another concepts episode, and this is actually a follow-on from a concept that I've talked about with a couple of guests, and I thought this was something that was talked about a little bit more widely, but it turns out it wasn't. So I ended up uh, bringing this up the last time I can remember was on our interview with Chris Early. Fantastic interview. If you guys haven't listened to that one, I would go ahead and check it out. But we were talking about referrals and I was talking about a concept known as the K factor. And the K factor is a measurement for how viral something is. Now, this is something that I ended up learning in like, do we say the teens? I don't know. Like uh, the oddies? I don't know. <laughs> it was like back in the startup days and Basically, I was actually running a startup at the time, but uh, there was this whole concept of, of growth hacking, which is a super cringe term about how to basically make things grow really fast. A lot of this had to do with software, but um, this number actually ended up getting brought up a lot with big venture capitalists. And the smart money was betting on this for a very long time during the days where the biggest startups, stuff like Facebook and Uber were getting built. But basically this number K represents the average of how many new people that a new person brings in. And if that sounds recursive, that's because it is. So I'll go through a couple of different examples. So let's say that if you bring in five new clients to your law firm, one out of five of those people will refer somebody that closes. So you've got one referral divided by five new clients that gives you a K value of 0.2. Now, let's say that for every person that you end up recommending, they bring two people. So, you know, whatever, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Or let's say, you know, half of the people bring in one and half the people bring in two. So if you have 10 people, that means that you're going to get five times one plus five times two is, is 15 divided by 10. That would give you a K value of 1.5. And that's actually how you would literally calculate it. It would be the referrals that are coming in from new clients based on, but divided by the amount of new clients that you get. So what's really, really interesting about this concept is that in theory, and this is where the recursion brings in, well, comes in. When you have a K value that's greater than one, you have a perpetual motion machine. So every person is going to bring more than one person, which means that it's going to keep multiplying until something happens. So we'll go into what can end up happening after that. But um, if we got to go through a couple numbers that were interesting, Facebook very famously had a K value of seven. And if you guys can think about the days when stuff ended up getting, I think it was 2007 or 2008, when I ended up signing up for Facebook the first time, but within a span of a couple of years, they'd basically gotten every single person in the country on that. And that's what happens when every single person that comes in brings another seven. And that's a metric that those guys, you can bet your bottom dollar wanted to maximize and stuff like inviting existing friends and you know playing with having it private versus public and giving people invites to share and that kind of thing is how you move that number up. And that's not going to be the sc uh, scope of this episode. But that's an example. Another situation, when they were doing the early studies for uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> not a good situation, but part of the reason why we got as many cases as we did was because the K value for the novel coronavirus was 2.6. I ended up looking that up for this podcast. So in theory, the more viral things, and this could be literal viral or you know, in terms of popular businesses, the higher that K value is, the more likely it is to spread across a population like wildfire. So 
starting at the absolute base value, you guys now know that this is such a thing that exists and can be measured. And if you guys ever want to look into moving that number, this is how you'd establish a baseline. So you have an, an actual true north that you can try to move up. But I also wanted to kind of talk about how this number works and just some, some musings that I've had on referrals for law firms in the last little bit. So one of the things I want to kind of keep in mind is that, you know, even if you have the situation where something had a K value of 100, right? There is a cap of your local market. So, you know, if we're kind of going into that like literal viral scenario, right? If you had a cold, it can be super viral, but you know, you can infect everyone in your family and that's it. The, the virus is done. You, everyone's going to go through it and that's pretty much it. Or, you know, a town or an island. And then basically when we think about most attorneys, the more local that you are, the harder it is for this K value to support the perpetual motion machine. So also you can kind of have these situations where the rate of referrals can change. Sometimes your K value might be, you know, five when there's people to refer to, but sometimes you're getting close to the edge of the network. And that kind of leads into this next point. So I want to phrase this in kind of an abstract way, but like I want you guys to kind of consider the shape of your network. So if you mapped out every single person in your town or every single person in your referral network or your BNI chapter or your church or whatever, right? It's like there's groups of all these people and there's certain people that are closer and there's certain people that are farther away. So there's a possibility to kind of have these small different islands of people that can get referred out. So it's like, especially if you have like a lot of referrals coming in, every subsequent referral is less likely to refer you because they're more likely to have come from somebody that did refer them. So referrals sort of have a, a diminishing set of returns. And basically the ways to kind of avoid this would be thinking about getting people outside of that immediate network. The thing that would be interesting to kind of think about too, and again, I'm just sort of musing here, this isn't anything crazy or scientific, but when you have a situation where you're getting towards the end of a referral pool, you're probably going to have a much, much easier time closing because the abundance of social proof right until the, uh, you know, the diminishing returns hit zero is going to be crazy because you'll basically have, have referred almost every person that people know, which is really, really cool. And this is obviously a little bit more applicable for populations of people that all have legal needs than, you know, people where it's going to be reactive, like something like personal injury, whatever, but you guys get the idea. So when it gets to the point where you burn out your referral pool, one person in a different pocket might be worth 10 times as much as somebody who's the second to last person in you know, a well that you've, you've been pumping for a really, really long time. So this is where advertising can come in. And I want to actually bring in, I listened to a fantastic episode of the Grow Your Law Firm podcast with Ken Hardison. Um, it was one I listened to close every week. Uh, we had Ken on the show. He's an awesome guy. I always love seeing what he had to say. But he mentioned something that was really, really interesting, which he said when his firm was at the peak of its advertising, they actually got 42% of their new clients were coming in from referrals. And when you're spending millions of dollars on TV, that is a huge number. And, you know, just off the rip, if you had that K value is 0 0.42, it's, you know, it's, you're, you're close to doubling the ROI of investment that people already make. The truth is, in practice, it's really, really hard to find firms that can do both referrals well and do the advertising well. And there's, I don't think there's any reason that somebody good at referrals would be bad at advertising or somebody who's good at advertising would be bad at referrals. But you know, generally, if I had to like hazard a guess for why this happens, I think people get really cozy with referrals. So the people that are the most dependent on referrals are probably having the hardest time in the consultation room when it comes to advertising. And the people that are the best at advertising are doing so well with it that they're not asking those questions that will lead to referrals. But 
I consider them completely independent variables. I think it would probably be a little bit easier for somebody who's advertising to bolt on a referral practice. But you know, if somebody could get to the point where they can close cold traffic and they already have a good referral system, it's let's say you know you're getting three referrals for everyone that comes in. You're getting three times the ROI as somebody across town who's paying the same for their Google click or whatever it happens to be, right? So I want you guys to just kind of think about this. Using Ken's firm as an example, there's absolutely people that do this. Chris Early, uh, who we had on the podcast, who kind of prompted this whole discussion, um, was another one of those firms spending 20% of his revenue on advertising. And the whole damn conversation we had was about referrals. But it's like, when you can get these things both dialed in, that's really where you get the, the bonanza effects. It just kind of takes the discipline to either building a process where you can get referrals into your existing cold traffic or advertising system, or getting to the point where you can close cold traffic and then integrating cold traffic as a new source of referrals. But when you get those things both dialed in, it's like, you know, the Thanos infinity gauntlet, you, you know, they work in tandem in a really, really powerful way. So I want you to just kind of prompt this for, for you guys. If you want to just think about this, what would it take to get either of those systems installed in your firm? What are you missing? People do it. It's just a matter of figuring out who you can look to getting that done. And it's completely doable, either of those things. But anyways, hope this was helpful. Hope this was stimulating. I'll let you guys chew on that. And until next time, my name is Jan. This is the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I will see you guys next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.